Okay, good evening everyone. Thanks for joining once again. So today we're going to move on to Simon Test. It deals with the halachas of Sheikhad, the halachas of bribing, bribery. So I'll introduce it with a very interesting tshuva in the Chassam Seifer. Chassam Seifer, in Chayshem Mishpat, Simon Kuf Samach. He says there was a, there was a story in Kehillah's Kodesh Plainus. So he already doesn't tell us where this took place, so it sounds like an interesting story. What happened was, it's Asfi Yachar B'nei Kehillah. So the, the townspeople got together and they needed to hire or appoint a Rav, a Mer Asra. So they narrowed it down to four candidates. And the way their voting system worked was that once we already have four candidates, we put these four candidates in a box. The first one that we pick doesn't win yet, but he gets the vote. And if they get the majority vote, they win. But let's say there's no majority acceptance of number one, they move on to the second candidate, third candidate, and finally to the fourth candidate. So what happened was that the first two candidates that they picked did not get the majority vote, narrowed it down to the third one, and the third one, Takaga Roiv Davis. Many days later, there was a rumor that began, and it said that 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 this uh, fellow paid off everyone. The Rav, the third rabbi, paid off everyone to not vote on anyone that would come before him and to specifically vote for him to get the majority vote. So this was brought in front of the Chassam Seifer. He says a few things. Number one, he says, rumors are worthless. We need to have Adim. But let's say you would find Adim that could prove that this is what happened. So he says two things. The second part we'll get to Mirtashem next week, which is that the people, the townspeople that that uh, voted like that, they went against some type of takana when it comes to voting. There's shitas in the Rishonim, and we'll get to this regarding Shiva Taiveir, uh, the concept of a board of trustees. That concept is, a, is an early concept in the, in the Rishonim. And in any such case, they have to vote honestly, and they didn't vote honestly. It wasn't done L'shem Shemayim. They were biased. So that's number one. And number two, he says that there's an issue of Shaykhat here, that the townspeople had a, the status of a judge that accepted a bribe. And now, the whole thing is, the whole thing is puzzle. So, the Chassam Seifer brings the concept of Shaykhat, bribery, all the way down to people voting. Now, it's a funny... Uh, application, it's not that the judge himself took the bribe, he's the one that bribed the townspeople, but the townspeople have the status of Shiva Toivir. We will see later on in Shochanarach when you appoint people as board of directors, as the board members of your shul, of your community. I'm joking, but, but the point is when you have Zion Toivir, they have the same halachic status in some sense as Zionim, and they can't, uh, they, they have to be unbiased. They have, they have to be objective in their votes and how they uh, and how they take care of things. So it raises many questions. We'll have to address it over the next few shiurim. Mean, and that is, let's say you're. Is that that, that they have such a high standard? What you're, what you're um, adjudicating or whatever they're deciding. To we'll do. see. We'll see the Maya on that. It sounds like yes. The Chassam is the most, I think, the most extreme opinion in the this. Most board members because they donate money. Most places. <laughs> If they donate money, they go on the board. They don't donate money, they're not on the board, generally. 
Right, but then again, in a shul, it's not much. There's not much going on. But let's say Zion Tov the year, where they are, they are voting: should we build a road here? Should we not build a road here? If you go with the Chassam Sefer's uh, strict, the, the strict uh, understanding of Chassam Sefer, we'll have to elaborate on this. I just want to bring it out as a hakdama, and that is that in a Hanami, it's a problem. Let's say someone is uh, he's a developer, he's a real estate developer, and now he votes in the Chassam Sefer's world. He votes for a candidate who allows a lot of building permits, so. That vote wasn't Lashim Shemayim. That vote was with his bias. He's a developer. He wants permitting to be uh, to be easy. Maybe not. Maybe he wants permitting to be difficult because only he knows how to get permits. But whatever it is, it seems that there will be shaykhat even in the in the realm of non bezdin issues. And we see this extreme opinion of the Chassam. So if we'll have to get back to it, how we pass in halacha what's the ishtashlis? Where do you get from simon tes the halachas of chayshemish? But to this, but I just wanted to bring out the point. Shaykha, this sugi of shaykha has many more ramifications than simply someone slipping a hundred dollar bill to the dayan. Shaykha comes up in this area, comes up in kickbacks when you have a uh, party planner. The party planner says, "Yes, we should use this uh, this bakery." Now, in, in regards to the party planners, they usually have they usually will pick the best bakery because otherwise their business will get ruined but but theoretically if they were just getting a kickback from which bakery they choose and they did not disclose that to you maybe there's some shaykhat here i asked you to to find the best and you are uh, representing me or you're trying to be a fiduciary so to say in my best Yeah, there, there could be an inner of if you don't disclose it. When you disclose things, it helps everything. But if someone is supposed to be a fiduciary or the like... But most businesses work on referral fees, if you think about it. Most, you, 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 call, you call a photographer... Like, yeah, so some businesses are re- regulated, they can't. Let's say title insurance. There are many, many businesses that the government regulates that they cannot get any referral fee at all. In the real estate world, it's... What? So some places can say that since it's so rampant, then it's Kilu everyone knows. That when you hire a party planner, when, when she tells you which flowers to pick, it's not because it's the best flowers, it's because she's getting a 10% kickback on the on the price. Now, the party planner themselves would probably pick the best flowers because that otherwise their business would go down the tubes. But when you when you backtrace, when you want to trace back where does that sugya come from, it actually is coming from the, the halachas of shaykhat. Okay, we're going way ahead of, of where I'm giving a shir on, but I'm just pointing out that these halachas, simon tests, the halachas of shaykhat have many ramifications in, in day-to-day life, and we'll see. We don't necessarily pass in everything's else here, but let's just, let, let's go through the sugya. Yes, yeah, Rabavi, you had a question? I, I think everyone realizes that these party planners and even interior designers of houses all, 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 all have either get kickback or you know they get they're getting a favor uh, uh, given to them. You know, and just people understand that they are hiring this person because they just do a very good job, and they don't really care what happens on the back end. Right, but so sometimes it, it's obvious. Well, they're going to come to you with a price. The, the party planner is going to come to you and say, "Hi, these flowers are twenty thousand dollars," and you can say, "Thank you, but no, thank you." Right, but let's say you're let's say you're a, let's say you're a nasty manager. You have a property manager who is uh, supposed to redo the flooring of your nursing home or the like, and you find that afterwards that the reason why they use this company, which is more expensive, is because they're getting a kickback, right? So. Yeah, I'd be a little upset. You'd be upset, right? 
Now, if, if nothing, if there was no issue, it was the same price, why do I care that you got, uh, you know, Zenehan of Zelay Chasser, so to say? No, but sometimes it could be a third party, third party management, and they, they. In the yeah, I hear. It's not your concern, but a manager is his whole his whole idea is the is the manager. Right, so that'd be more similar to our case, where someone is supposed to be right. thinking about what's the best for the team or what's the best for the public society, and because he has an in with uh, with the developers, he's going to vote for more building permits. That's a problem. L'chayra, according to the Chassam Seifer. Politicians for sure. Right. Now, everyone knows it doesn't exist to have something not like that. They would never get any votes. They wouldn't be voted if someone is, uh, you know, someone who follows Chosh wouldn't be uh, a candidate, unfortunately, to be, uh, to be in politics. Okay. That's the Chassam Soifer. Let's go backwards into the Sugya. And Bezal Shem will come back to all these points. But I wanted to b- drive home the point that kickbacks and voting and being fiduciaries, that it all comes back to the Sugya of of, uh, of Shaykhar, and we'll see. There are many, we'll see many Marmakamis which would, which would fly in the face of this, that maybe it's just a chayk, Chaznish writes that, and who says it's, it's, it, it applies beyond the world of Bezdin. So not all places can go with the Chassam Seifer, so let's stay tuned. So let's learn the sugya of Shaykhar. So where do we begin? So we have several psukim in the Torah. Very interesting that we have psukim in the Torah, and they address this in a... Uh, in a very strong way. It's not one of the, you know, the light Averis, so to say. Let me get the uh, the Mavikimus here. So we had it already recently in Parshas Mishpatim. Pasuk says, the Shaykha Sikach, don't take Shaykhad, and the Torah gives us a reason. Shaykhad blinds the uh, the the eyes of those that are pikeach even a chacham the Torah Rashi says in Chumash the saleif divrei tzadikim and it could makalkel the targum says the the words of tzadikim they also have in parshas shayftim leisata mishpat leisata panim leisikach shaychad keashaychad yaver eini chachamim the saleif divrei tzadikim almost identical pasuk and finally in parshas kisavoy in one of the curses. So we have the brachos uklalos in Parshas Kisavoy. So what are the curses there? The curses are Ar Shaykh Ma'ema, serious Averis, going against the Kadesh Baruch Hu, and this is one of them. Ar Loikach Shaykhad, Lahakis Nefesh Damnaki, Lamar Kalaam, Amen. So taking Shaykhad, taking a bribe, is one of the uh, the greatest surim of the Torah. As we can imagine, it's Makalkel Mishpat, it ruins, it can ruin people's lives. Taking Shaykhad and a judge has to be, uh, has to be objective. And balanced, not balanced. Balanced, not the right word. It has to be objective and not and not uh, one-sided in his uh, judicial rulings. So, what's the source in Gemara? So it's interesting that the Gemara is failing Subas. This is Daf Kofhe. It's a famous Gemara. So first, the Gemara says, "We'll get back to this in a minute." That the Goizrik Zerish of Yerushalayim Hayanoitlin Scharon Mitrumas Halishka. So originally, there was a community fund that would pay the Dayanim. And that's a line in the Gemara. It seems to be a throwaway line, but it comes up halacha lemaisa. And we're fast forwarding, but the, the best way to set up a bezdin is have the dayanim be on payroll of some type of shul or a tzibor. 
I know the, the CRC Besden in Chicago has that. Now they do charge people that come in for Dine Taira, but it's not directly given to the Dayanim per se. It's, it's a donation to the overall Besden. That seems to be the best way to do it. Unfortunately, most communities do not and would not support a community Besden. So you end up having a shyness of how exactly to get paid. We'll get that in a minute. The Gemara says Karna, there was a fellow named Karna, he was a Dayan, have a shakal Dina. He would take one coin from the one who was Chayev and one coin from the one who was uh, was Pater, this is in the Dintaira, and and he would and he would paskin the uh the Dintaira. So the Gemara asks, how could he do this? You can't take Shaykhad. So the Gemara says if you tell me the whole issue is when you didn't take from both of them, because in that case there's an obvious issue that he's gonna he's going to throw the case. He's going to be one sided. But however, we have a Bryce, the Bryce that says, What's the Chiddush of Vishekha Loy Sikach? Imlulamid is gonna tell me Shalizaka is a chayev. Vishalakhaiv is a zaka is telling me to not take a bribe to influence the case. The Pasuk said earlier, we saw in, in, in Pasha Shaiftim, forget about Shaykhar. You're never allowed to, to, to judge one-sided. So why would a person assume that I could take money, I could take a bribe to rule in, in someone's favor? Of course it's us, sir. So what's the Torah telling me? So Chiddush number one in Sheikhad, and this is a Chiddush in Pshan on the Pasuk, that when the Torah says, it's not telling me you can't take a bribe, a one-sided bribe to throw the case. That's obvious. We already know that. It's telling me, even if you are getting paid to do a good job. That means they go to the day on him, both sides. They go to the Dayan and they say, here, take $100 to paskin correctly. Halacha is, You're not allowed to take Shaykhad. So, now what's Pshad in that? So the Meiri says, because even when a person, when a person takes money from both people, he tries to find a Pshara, so to say. Now, there is a concept of Pshara. There's a concept of mediation. We'll have to get to that. But on a very basic level, when, when, there's no sides here. That's why I didn't want to use the word balanced. The Dayan is not supposed to give a balanced psak when he's judging a Din Taira. If it's a world of Pshara, if there's mediation, okay, we could discuss that. But if they came to him for a psak, was he a Ganif or was he not a Ganif? If he takes from both sides, so he's, he's going to try to find some middle ground here because he owes a favor to Ruvain, he owes a favor to Shimon, they both paid me, and now he's, he's, he's not going to judge Din Taira. That's how the Meiri says it. One could also learn it's a light plug, that it's just not, uh, meaning the real Isser is obviously Lesatamish, but, but the Shoycha Loisikach is a light plug, which is a Chiddush. Why would the Torah give an Isser of light plug? But that's the Pshad and the Meiri. And many Rishonim go with that Mahalach, that when you get paid to judge, then it's not, it's not, uh, it's not going to go a Pidin Taira. Yeah, he's running a business. So if, it's a way. Saying he's going to get more business. This is uh, business development. <laughs> Very interesting. I hear. 
negative at the end, it's always dispute resolution. If you're not getting the light of anything more, he's not using it anymore. You won't see any work. What do you need to? It's not that you use that. You won't use the whole system. Interesting. Work. The system has to give a little more. Otherwise, then why use it as a resolution? Very interesting because he also it reminds me that you also have a halacha brought down. Let's say a bezdin, let's say a dayan also does shtaris. There are many many rabbanim today. They for their parnasa, it's a great parnasa. They go into businesses and they write shtaris, shtaris shabbos, heter iskos or the like. Nothing wrong with it, and it's it's actually recommended. But let's say they have a din tyra in front of them. So if they know that one of these sides is going to be a future potential future client. For me to write shtaris for him, so the place can say they have they can't pass in that that uh, that entire, even though it's not really, it's, it's it's an issue of shaychad ma'ochar, which we'll get to that sugya soon. That you might get shaychad later on, that would be an issue. Although the place can do say, let's say a person has a flat fee, he charges two hundred dollars an hour to write shtaris, doesn't charge based on the smell test. You know, he walks into the business. There once was a hashkacha that that the most ninety nine percent of hashkachas they charge a flat fee based on based on uh, you know. The plant and how complex the cashless program is going to be. Now, sometimes the bigger the facility, the more complex it's going to be. But it falls within a few, you know, different buckets. There used to be a Rav Machsher. He would go into a, I don't know if he was a Rav Machsher, administrator of a cashless organization. He used to go into the facility. He would say, "Ah, looks like you're doing well over here." And he came up with a price. So if that's what the Dayanim do, they 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 change their price based on the size, which which is understandable. Based on the, they're taking more responsibility. It's a twenty million dollar deal. On uh, this hetero so there's more at stake, but then they they are somewhat nagebedaver um, because they know that this wealthy billionaire is going to bring them many big uh, contracts, so to say, where they're going to do stories for him and heter and heteriska. So in that case, it would be a problem. Versus if they have a flat fee, so that's what they do all day. They don't care if this guy comes or that guy comes. You, they hope to be able to to fill their pipeline with work. But uh, but I hear what you're saying, Todd. That maybe that's the issue of of uh, of of, the, of this. Uh, okay, of, of maybe that's a shot of why even if they're getting paid from both sides, they're running a business. Fine, let's go weiter. Then we still have Akasha. So how did Kiner take money? If he's taking money from one side, it's leisata mishpat. Even if you take from two sides, it's it's an iser of v'shoicha leisikach. So the Gemara says, "Hanimili agardina." That's only uh, 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 wages for paskening a shaila. But karna agar betela have a shakel. He took money, which is what we call schar bottle, schar betela, which is compensation for unemployment. That really he could have been working elsewhere. And now he's not. He's working as a dayan. So that's called schar betela. The Gemara says, hold on a second. V'agar betela mishari. You know how to take schar betela. The halacha is, a mechur ha-dayan shnoit al-sachar ladun. It's mechur ha-dayan, but dinoi din. That's a halacha. His psaq works, meaning if you take shaychad or agra, you take you take a wages for the din. So halacha is the whole the whole. Uh, Bezdin is out. The whole, the whole Din Tyra is not is not Chal. But if you take Schar Betela, then if it's if the the Din Tyra worked, but it's Mechur Adover, a Dayan shouldn't do that. So the Gemara says it depends. There's two types of Schar Betela, and it comes up with Halacha Lamaisa here and in Hilchas Talmud Tyra as well. Betela Dolei Muchacha, where it's not evident, it's not obvious how he's how why he's getting paid, versus. Betel de Muchacha. What's Betel de Muchacha? So the Mark gives an example. Rav Huna, when he had a Din Tyra come to him, he would say, 
Give me someone higher, someone for me, who could bring the water to irrigate my fields. Meaning he, was, he, had job, he had work to do, whether he was going to get paid for that work or he needed to work for, on his own farm. Let's say he needed a babysitter. Or let's say he was supposed to mow the lawn Sunday morning and now he has a dintaira. So he says, okay, I need 50 bucks to hire someone to mow the lawn for me. That's called schar de muhacha. But when he doesn't have a job in front of him, it's Monday morning, he wasn't working anyways today, there it will be usher based on it will be mechor hadavar. The entire works, but it's mechor hadavar. Now with that, we come to a very interesting question. How exactly can Dayanim get paid bismanazel? We'll, we'll stop on the Gemara right now. The Gemara goes on to describe Sheikhat. But let's take a pause. How can Dayanim get paid bismanazel? So again, as I mentioned, the best thing to do, and, and some Batidim had this, is that they get paid. As the Gemara says, the Goizwig Zeri Shabiyushalayim would take money from the Lishkas Chuma, uh, so the Chuma Salishka, so they get paid by the community fund. That's the best way to do it. Or you have volunteer Dayanim who are salaried elsewhere. Work, work for a non-profit organization. <laughs> exactly. Non-profit. Okay. So that's to number one. But that's not followed by most Batadinim. Not that they don't want to. It's just that Tzibur is not... It's hard to raise money for a Bezdin. It's easy to raise money for Yeshiva, for a Mikvah. That's just the way it is. So... Also, you probably don't want people taking advantage of it. I'm sure there are other reasons why many communities don't do it, but if they could, it's, it's much better. If that would be done. Next, the, the other hetero would be, okay, meaning these people are capable people. They could go get a job. They could be uh, mediators. They could be arbitrators. They can do many things. So they chose a profession of Bezdin, so they're allowed to get paid because it's but it's the leimuchacha, and it's mechor adavar. So it would seem to be an issue, unless they, they, they get paid, you know, the same amount per hour, on a, they have a job, but now they're taking off from work to be able to, uh, to, to paskin. There are a few other heterim. Uh, there's a heter from the, uh, the Mishnah Siakab, I believe. He says that today we don't really judge Dine Torah, we don't know halacha anyways. So what we're doing, even when Bezin gives up sack, is really pshara. And pshara already is not Din Torah. You don't have the issue, meaning the source of the issue really comes from the source of the issue of uh, teaching Tyra uh, for, and charging money. So let's, let's just turn to Yeridea. The halacha is that the Gemara Nadarm says, Ma'ani b'chinam afate b'chinam, the same way HaKadosh Baruch taught for free. So we have to teach Tyra for free. And that's the halacha. Now the question is, so what happened over time? But before we get to that, the point is that that the issue is that Din Taira is similar to teaching Taira, regular Gemara, Gemara Shir. So if we're not doing Din Taira, we're doing Pshara, so it's not really Din Taira. So it doesn't have the issue of, of Ma'ani Bechinam, Afata Bechinam. That's one hatter. One of the term that comes up in, in the world of teaching, especially in a, teaching young children, maybe adults as well, is that there are other ancillary things that the Rebbe has to do. The Malamid has to uh, take attendance. He has to babysit the kids. Rabbanim would say there's a lot of social work involved in the Rabbanis. It's not necessarily the teaching Tyra component that, that gets them their paycheck. So it could be a, a Dayan himself. There's, there's very little. In most cases, there's very little Tyra. Unfortunately, it's not so much Tyra. It's very often running the case. You know, putting things together, making, making sure people understand what's going on. So running the case is not 
uh, teaching Torah. So it could be that's another hatter that they rely on. There's another one which I saw the Achronim struggle with the Makar for this. I think it was a Beferish Makar in Hilchas Tamatara. And that is when the Machaber says that, that uh, someone who has uh, the ability to make money, but he's Maniach Kolasakov, he leaves Kolasakov. It sounds like he dedicates his entire day for this in order to be able to be a Dayan, then it'll be Mutter. Meaning the whole concept of of Shabatela Demuchach is only when a person doesn't really have a job. And now for two hours he decided to do this. So what's in a muchach? What, what am I paying him to do? He, I'm not taking him away from anything else. But if someone dedicates his life to be a rav, to be a rebbe, so that means he dedi- he's not he's not going to go work tomorrow morning. He's he dedicated his life. So that automatically is schared betelo de muchach. So that's how he passes. So it's very interesting that comes out that on one on one hand the full time dayan has the heter that is schared betelo. My chiddush, which is not my chiddush, I'm just plugging it into the mechaber. That since he dedicated his life to it, he's always called Ena Muchach. That's why he's always called Mucha. That it's, we see it's obvious Schabatela. Versus the other way of learning, the the one who has a job, it's more of a chiddush for him to get paid because he proved to me that he would have gotten paid from four o'clock to six o'clock when he sat on the bezdin. If not, it's not Schabatela de Muchach. And he can't tell me I dedicated my whole life to it. It's not true. You didn't dedicate your whole life to it. So. The one who dedicates his life to it, his year, so in the Mechaber he has a very good actor. The one who doesn't dedicate his, his whole day to it, so when, if he takes money, he has to, has to be Mechor. Otherwise, it's Mechor Adavar. Now, the, the Din Torah still worked, but it would be Mechor Adavar if he doesn't have Shabbatela the, the Mechor. Okay. Fine. Now, what about uh, there's, there's a Raman, there's a famous Raman that a person is now allowed to take Torah. That one, he's, the Rabbah in Pirish Mishnayis says that when the Mishnah says you can't use Tyra as a kardoy makraboy, you can't use Tyra as a shovel to, to, to dig, he says one is not allowed to take, take money. So the place can struggle with this. In light of the fact that the Rabbah in, in Hilcha Shemitah V'yoyvel, he says that the last, last halacha in Hilcha Shemitah V'yoyvel says, Lo yishevet halevi bilvad. Anyone who decides he wants to become part of Sheva Levi and dedicate his life for Tyra, he'll have, seemingly he's able to go, to go uh, get money and be supported by the Tzibar in order to learn, even though one is not supposed to use Tyra as a means to support themselves. The Ramah brings us that in, in, in uh, Yaradea, Simon Reishman and Vav. He says that, Someone who, who decides he's going to learn, he decides, I'm not going to work and list punishment tzedakah. He's going to now take money from tzedakah. He's mevaz of the Torah because he's using the Torah in an unnatural way. That's the tour in the name of the Rambam. Now, a few things. He says... Yeah, one second. But then you have the Kesef Mishnah and the Beis Yosef, and they say different attainment over the years. The Radvaz, interesting Radvaz, he says, well, the Rambam is a stira. The Rambam says, it's a problem. Then he says, anybody who wants can be part of this Sheva uh, learning Taira. So the Radvaz says, and the, the Mishabur is mashed like this, that the issue is going on to people, telling people, you have to support me. 
versus a person who does Tzas Malacha, the Radvaz on the Ramam says, and HaKadosh Baruch the Ramam is saying, HaKadosh Baruch will give him. He'll have enough, he'll find Harvacha enough to support himself. The Mishabura says, well, we know the concept of Yisachar Zavulan, so if a person was, was, was approached by someone, it could be a Shver, but he's approached and he said, okay, I want you to sit and learn, and I'll support it. That's not a problem. The problem is, and then he's going to now go That's the issue. Now, even if you go with this Pshan and the Rambam, the Kesav of Mishnah, many Paiskim over the years say we don't Paskin like this. We Paskin, if the Tamachachim wasn't able to be supported by the Tzibor, to be a Rav, to be a Dinah, obviously there are other Eterim, the babysitting, the social work, uh, you know, the Levias, and the Siddha uh, Kedushin. And many Rabbanim specifically wanted to get paid for those things. But Tyra would be in Ishtakach Miklai Yisrael. You wouldn't have Rabbanim, you wouldn't have, uh, you wouldn't have leaders. So we have no choice. Rabbi Shafainstein, in his, in his tshuva on life insurance, that was the first year uh, we had together in, uh, in, uh, in Yone Mominus. So Rabbi Shafainstein, in that tshuva, when he talks about a person doing Ishtadlus, so he says that he can't rely on a nace, and I'll bring you a raya. The very fact that historically we didn't go with this Rambam that historically all the Rabbanim got paid look in the Ramah look in the Kesef Mishnah all the Chuvas since the Rambam were paskening that you could take Schar for being a Rav he says I don't understand they should have been and they should have had Betachen and that's it so he says obviously if you're not holding on that level there's a Chiv Ishtadlus and even the great Rabbanim had a chiv of Ishtalus to take money to be able to, uh, to sit and learn, to be able to uh, be Rabbanim, to be Mari Hara. So it's very interesting, uh, from Rav Moshe based on this, this halacha. So in, su- in summary, in the world of Dayanim getting paid, so we have basic rules. If they're getting paid from one side, perhaps there's two Isurim. There's Lesikach Shaychad, and there's also Lesata Mishpat. If they're getting paid from both sides to be Dayanim, getting paid for the case, then it will be an issue of of Lesikach Sheikhad. What's Pshat in that? We have the Meiri, we have uh, my father's Pshat, and you have uh, maybe a Loi Plug. So those are the Pshatim in why, but the Gemara is the favorite, that even if you take them from both sides, there's Isra of Sheikhad. Then we got into some Eterim. If it's Schar Betela De'ena Muchach, we're not, it's not so obvious that he would have gotten paid the same amount. Then it would be mechur hadavar. And if you have schar betela demuchach, it's it's definitely schar betela. Then there's nothing wrong with it, and that was the minog of the dayanim to take. I saw one of the svarim they bring down that I don't know the situation today, but they bring down that historically, the mesadre gitin, those that were mesadre get they would charge an uh, extraordinary amount of money, and it's not schar betela. How could you charge, we'll use the, Ameri- you know, the, the cars, American cars, how could you charge $5,000 for a half hour of writing a get? And, and the Paiskim over the years were, were upset about the, uh, the exuberant fees, and it has to be more, more normal of schar betela. If, if it doesn't fit the box of schar betela, then, then it will be... It will be uh, What, the, the I get? Yeah, are they following the will of the parties at that point? So you're saying... Well, it's you, not like a doctor that you're following the doctor's wisdom. It's like a so there, there is another hector, perhaps, this way maybe maybe you're saying, is that if 
this person didn't didn't uh, tell anyone to use him. You came to me, so it's kibul al atzman. So some places can say that in regards to bezin as well. So seriously, so this this safe that I saw, he was he was saying that in this situation, this town, the the rav in charge, he had the monopoly on getting. There was no other way for anyone to give a get unless he was masav a get. So in economy, today's world, a guy could charge hundred thousand dollars a get. You don't have to go to him. Go go next door. Like the same thing. The Right. I don't think he's he's deciding. Yeah, I, I I agree to the to the to the argument that this is this is not necessarily the same halacha. Bezdin is Bezdin. By Sidra I get you don't even need a Bezdin. You need you need to have Adim. So maybe the Adim are getting paid an exorbitant amount. Okay, so they, maybe that's like halachic uh, thing to do. I know Phil, Phil gets excited when we talk about people overcharging. So it, it could be, it could be they, they are overcharging. If it's not schar betel demuchach, then it's a, it's, a, it's a lot of money. Now, there, there are reasons why they should charge that amount. Number one, you are taking a tremendous achrayis. Now, some people don't care. They just do things without thinking. But a siddur haget does take tremendous achrayis to make sure things are done properly. Additionally, very often, there's a lot of social work that goes on. There's negotiations, and it, it, could, it could be a, a lot of time, so it could be having a flat fee covers you for these, for the, you know, for, for these situations. And there is a lot of skill involved in, in running a Besden, and it's not something that there's so many of, so it could be supply and demand. That itself shows that you're getting paid more, but that, that, that last thing that I'm saying of supply and demand, that's the problem, because Charbatela means you're not getting paid in a new business called Dayanis. You yourself are worth $100 an hour. That's the type of employee you are or businessman you are. So we're paying you Scharbatela. But once it's, it just doesn't fit, you know, whatever the amount is, whatever this person is capable of doing, it doesn't fit Scharbatela. It's so expensive. That's where the pricing are bothered by, by this issue of Scharbatela. Now, you can always say, and this, this is like the ace last of Hashem, the fair to her, that if we would, people wouldn't charge, nobody would do it anymore, and you wouldn't have uh, people being Masada get. So many, many Rabbanim would say it's not true. Uh, the Kehilish Rabbanim would still do it. But that's the argument that many people make. I'll give you another example. In Hilchus Prismila, the Ramah, right in the beginning of Brismila, says there's an Isser for a male to charge. And he says, a very interesting case, he says, but he says that if the father does not know how to do the Mila, Meaning, if the father knows how to do the mila and he asks the male to do it, okay, so then the male could charge. You could do it yourself. But if the father doesn't know how to do the mila, the halacha is that Bezdin has a chiv to do the bris mila. And if you have a chiv, you can't charge. And he says it's, it's a goyerimba. You should scream at these people. It's interesting, the halacha in, in Hilchus Kriya Satira is when someone makes a mistake, goyerimba. You scream at him. That's the lashon of the Shulchan Aruch there. Lashon of the Ramah is megarimba. You scream at a moil who charges. Today, a moilim charging, I don't know, 1500 bucks to do a brismila. So many moilim do not charge. And that's the halacha. They should not be charging. If they get a gift afterwards, that's something else. But they should not be, uh, Pasha says they should not be charging these, uh, these amounts. There was a famous moil in Bar Park. Rami Kohn, uh, Allah Shalom, he was a, uh, they made a movie about him. I think it's called The Last Partisan. He, uh, he, he didn't have any children, but he, he, he trained and he was, uh, he was a moil on many, many, uh, many babies. And when he trained moilim, he would train them for free. 
but he made them promise him that they would never charge, that they wouldn't charge to uh, to do a brismila. That was his uh, his campaign. He was trying to. He wrote beautiful svarim on brismila. He's a very wealthy wealthy individual, and uh, he gave him a lot of money to Stucco, supported Meisters. But he uh, he left svarim and he left dozens and dozens of milim around the world who don't charge. And most of Milam that don't charge, either either they are community guys or they were taught by by Rami Khan. Okay, so Mirtasha next week we'll get in more into what exactly is Shaykhar. Someone did you a favor, you you give the dying a coffee at at the at the procedure, at the Bezdin. Is that already uh he cannot how could any rub and now today most Ayanam are not Rabban in necessarily of their shoes, but let's say a rub of a gila. So how could a rub ever paskin? People gave him money for Purim. They gave him Shalachmanes. They gave him uh, they gave him money for Kimcha de Pischa. So we we'll have to get to the halachas. What is Nikradin? What's Lefnim Shursadin? And then we'll get back to the kickbacks and the other questions mentioned. Okay, Ashikayach.